goodness, it's over, and the sky's cleared. But listeners to this message in Western Washington and British Columbia were slammed the beginning of this week. It was an atmospheric river with record rains, flooding, and high winds. A woman connected with our ministry was at a church meeting in Kelowna and decided to drive straight home Sunday afternoon with her daughter. Others in her group stopped an hour for lunch. That was their undoing. They were trapped more than a day between a mudslide rock slide in front of them and behind them and nowhere to flee. It seems their winter is intensifying and coming sooner. You know, I don't really know what's worse in extremes. What I just described or maybe in Egypt, where a freak storm roused stinging scorpions, hospitalizing hundreds. More care to be taken where the wind blows. And in a spiritual sense, the wind is the Spirit, and it is the Holy Spirit of God keeping us safe. Welcome to Haven Today. My name is Charles Morris, and it's my great joy to share with you the great story that's all about Jesus here on this Wednesday as we continue in a series called Pilgrims on the Way. I am a pilgrim and a stranger Traveling through this wearsome land I've got a home in that yonder city Good Lord, and it's not a Christian hymn from the mid-1800s called I Am a Pilgrim. What you're hearing now is the 1968 version recorded by the birds. The lyrics are honest and true. If you are a Christian, you are a pilgrim on a journey. We have a home in that yonder city, and it's not made by hand. No, it's created by Jesus. And though our souls may grow a bit weary in this life, he's walking with us toward the celestial city. Today, we're going to think about the battles of this life, battles against our own sin, battles against the temptations of this world, and how Jesus walks with us, how he even carries us on our journey. He gives us his armor and his sword to do battle. And in just a moment, we're going to look at the Bible and John Bunyan's classic novel, Pilgrim's Progress, Divine Encouragement, in our own personal pilgrimage through this life. And speaking of Pilgrim's Progress, did you know that this book was written nearly 350 years ago? But it's never been out of print, and it's been the best-selling book in the English language apart from the Bible. And this week, I'm so happy to have an adaptation that was written for children, but Many adults like me are reading it as well. It's called Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. I love how the authors stayed true to Bunyan's story, but he helps us understand it with easier-to-read words, brilliant full-color illustrations, page after page, and questions at the end of every chapter for helpful discussion. And I've not seen a quality children's storybook like this in a long time with a cloth hardcover with gold foil print that makes it feel like a treasure of a book. And the fact that it teaches children to trust in Jesus even in hard times of life is nothing but precious. 
I want to send you Little Pilgrim's Big Journey for your gift to this listener-supported ministry. This is the kind of Christmas gift that'll have an impact on the life of a child for years to come. And don't forget yourself as well. After the program, just call us at 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, see some of those illustrations I was mentioning to you. Watch the video about the book and make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And don't forget, we still have the manger mission, that boxed set with a storybook about the wise men and a wooden nativity set. This will encourage your family or a family you love to start a new tradition this Christmas season that'll lead to Jesus. Ask about that when you call or watch that video explaining it when you go online. And now let's open with a song about the Christian pilgrimage by Gary LaVox. There's a beauty in the struggle. There's help when there's trouble. There's a God that's in your rubble that'll go and pick you up. There's a grace among the sin. There's a fight that you will win. There's a life at the end. But only
Now, some of you country music fans may recognize that voice, Gary LaVox, from the well-known group Rascal Flats. This is his very first solo project that's full of gospel truth pointing us to Jesus, something Gary feels the Lord is calling him to do. And this new song is called The Distance, and it's a perfect way, I think, to open up our program called Pilgrims on the Way. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. Well, I couldn't believe it. Recently, I was watching television in my little snug with my wife, and I came across a channel I had never really watched before. But there was a man speaking on a stage that looked like a church service of some kind, and I heard him say, if you trust in Jesus, your problems will be over. I didn't really hear anything after that. To be more precise, I didn't really listen to anything after that. My mind was racing. I felt a bit of anger rising within me. Come to Jesus for an easy life? That's not what the Bible teaches us. But you know what? I've had similar thoughts myself, and I'm guessing that maybe you have as well. Sure, we might not word it quite the same way, but don't we expect at least a little bit that having faith in Christ will make your life, our lives, easier? Almost as if God owes it to us. And once we answer his call, we should have smooth sailing from there on out. Well, today we're in this series, Pilgrims on the Way. And that really has a couple of meanings. One meaning is the more obvious, of course. We're talking a lot about the character Christian from Pilgrim's Progress. But the second meaning is one that we especially need to hear. All Christians are pilgrims in this life. And maybe it would be good to step back and ask a question, what is a pilgrim? We know about the pilgrims, of course, people who came to the American colonies 400 years ago and took part in that very first Thanksgiving. But there's a reason they were called pilgrims. You see, a pilgrim is someone who's on a journey away from home. Specifically, it means someone who is traveling towards something. In the book Pilgrim's Progress, this character Christian is traveling to the celestial city. He's trying to get there. And you know what? So are we. But this journey, or maybe you could just call it this pilgrimage, is not easy. It is not true that we can come to Jesus for an easy life free of any trouble. And that's what this character Christian found out as he traveled along the way. If you remember, he already discovered that he couldn't save himself, and he found salvation at something called the place of deliverance. But his journey didn't end there. He had to climb something called the Hill of Difficulty before he found some rest at another place called Palace Beautiful, and that represents the church. And what did he receive there? Well, first he was comforted by the Word of God. Those in the palace told Christian how the king's son had left the celestial city to seek poor pilgrims. He even became a pilgrim himself and walked the king's path without ever turning away to the wide and crooked paths. They also told him how the king's son died to defeat the enemy and rose again victoriously. These words about the king and the son encouraged Christian 
and caused him to love the king all the more. Now, this is exactly what the preaching of God's word does for our souls when we go to church. But secondly, Christian received something for his journey, the armor of God. Armor is only necessary if you're going into battle. And one of the greatest battles young Christian would face was after leaving the palace beautiful, away from church, and he descended into a dark valley called humiliation. Let's hear this chilling portion of the story from Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. It's read for us by the author, Tyler Van Haltren, a missionary to Cambodia. Christian descended into the valley of humiliation. Dark clouds filled the sky, and he saw a foul fiend flying over the field to meet him. He knew that it must be Apollyon. Christian was terrified. He wondered if he should turn and run, but he had no armor protecting his back, and Apollyon could easily attack him there. Christian had never seen anything so monstrous. Apollyon had thick scales and wings like a dragon and huge, sharp teeth. He was full of fire and smoke. Apollyon glared at Christian. Where do you think you're going? To the celestial city, Christian said bravely. I've come from the evil city of destruction. Well, I am lord of the city of destruction, said Apollyon. You must return to serve me again. I will never go back, Christian replied. I serve the true king now, and I follow his path. Apollyon laughed. But you don't really serve the king. You disobeyed him many times. First you fell into the bog of despair. Then you strayed from the path. You were lazy and slept too long, and almost turned back when you saw the lions. You don't seem to love the king at all. All this is true, said Christian, and much more that you left out. But the prince whom I serve is merciful and ready to forgive all who turn to him. Apollyon broke out in a rage. I am an enemy to that prince. I hate him. I hate his laws and I hate his people. I'll never let you pass here alive. Christian held up his shield and sword. My king has given me everything I need to defeat you. Apollyon blasted fire upon Christian. But Christian held up his shield and fought valiantly. They fought for hours, and Christian grew weary. Apollyon knocked him to the ground, and the sword fell from his hand. I'll finish this fight now, Apollyon said. Apollyon raised himself over Christian to strike one last deadly blow. Christian picked up his sword and lifted it with all his strength. He said, Rejoice not against me, my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. He thrust his sword into Apollyon's chest. Apollyon was wounded. Then Christian struck him again. Yes, said Christian, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. At this last blow, Apollyon let out a terrible roar. Stretching out his wings, he flew away. This is Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, Tyler Van Haltren, reading from Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, based on John Bunyan's classic Pilgrim's Progress. Quite a picture for your mind, isn't it? A pilgrim fighting a great fire-breathing dragon? But you know, that's a pretty good description of all our lives sometimes, wouldn't you say? Do you ever feel the struggle? I do. The Christian life is not easy. We still deal with living in a fallen world. Disease, destruction, and death will one day be no more, though. But that day isn't today, not even for those who are in Christ We long for the world to come, even if we don't realize it all the time. And we still sin. 
In fact, the more we grow as Christians, the more we realize how sinful we are. And that's where spiritual warfare comes in. And that's what John Bunyan, the original author of Pilgrim's Progress, meant when he wrote the character Apollyon, a fearsome dragon. Of course, we know who the dragon is in the Bible, Satan, the devil. And the name Apollyon is used in the Bible for the demon from the bottomless pit. Spiritual warfare is real, even though a lot of people would scoff at the idea today. And as the Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. There are demonic forces at work in our world. They are as opposed to the Lord as you possibly could ever be. What is one of Satan's names in the Bible? In Revelation 12, he's called the accuser of our brothers and sisters. And that's exactly what Apollyon did to this character Christian. He accused him of not really following and loving the king. He reminded him of all the times he had failed and stumbled along the way. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that you're like me. You've sinned and you've failed time and again in your Christian life. I say that because I have. And the temptation in those moments is to fall into despair, to think, do I really love Jesus? Am I really trusting in him? Wouldn't I obey God more if I was trusting in him? But do you see what that is? It's doubting God. It's wondering about his promises to us through Jesus. And instead of doing that, when we're reminded of our failures, God has given us his armor. He's prepared us for the fights. And the best thing we can do is pray for strength and remember his promises in the gospel. That's really what the armor of God is, after all. It's what God gives us in Jesus. Faith, truth, righteousness, salvation, gospel readiness, and most important, the Holy Spirit himself. And you know what? When Christian told Apollyon that those who trust in the prince are more than conquerors, he was just quoting scripture, Romans 8, to be precise. In all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, you and I are pilgrims as well on the way to the celestial city, the new Jerusalem. And in the meantime, life is going to be hard sometimes. Spiritual warfare is a reality for everyone who calls on the name of Jesus. But he gave us a promise. You know this promise. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart. Jesus speaking to you now. I have overcome the world. And that's what gives us assurance and hope during this in-between time. That's where you and I are right now, living in between Christ's death and resurrection and the new heavens and earth when God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. We don't experience that yet. 
but we have Jesus, and he has overcome the world for us. And that's what gives us confidence in this life, even filled with spiritual warfare. Our Savior will never abandon you. He who began a good work in you Began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. He'll be faithful to complete it. He who started the work will be faithful to complete it in you. Slowly replacing your hope with despair Or the process is long and you're losing your song in the night You can be sure that the Lord has His hand on you Safe and secure, He will never abandon you You are his treasure, and he finds his pleasure in you. He who began a good work in you He who began a good work Kelly Willard, he who began a good work in you. You're in a haven today, pilgrims on the way. Well, I hope you've been encouraged on your journey with Christ today. I have. And as the Christmas season is already kind of beginning to kick off, I want to challenge you to be an encouragement to the children and families in your life. Help the kids around you see that life will not always be easy. But if Jesus has taken our burden, then he will and can walk with us through every trial. And that's the heart of the new storybook called Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. The heart of John Bunyan's original story is still there, but it's been rewritten. 
in an easy-to-understand way. And it's been brought to life with full-page illustrations. And yes, it's geared for kids, but now adults are reading it and finding they are understanding the story in a whole new way. Tyler told me last week that he hears from parents and grandparents who say the book is soaked in tears after they've read it. Well, I want to send you what I might even describe as a collector's copy. It's cloth, hardbound, gold foil stamping, and I want to send it to you for your gift to this listener-supported ministry. Your gift will help us keep sharing this great story of Jesus. But as you read it or send it to those you love, it will also point them to Jesus as well. All you have to do is just call us right now. That'll get you started. The number to call is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online. Look at those illustrations. Watch the video about the book. Then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And yes, there is still time to have this book sent directly to a loved one as a Christmas gift. Just give us their name, a little note, and their address. We'll ship it out for free ASAP. And also, one last thing. We still have the Manger Mission activity set with that sweet storybook about the wise men and the wooden nativity set for kids that they can play with. It's a great tradition that you can start this year pointing to Jesus, something every family needs this coming Christmas season. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? And again, we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Anyone who's owned a house knows this. It comes with a long to-do list. Repairs, renovations, dream projects. And we sometimes think of our faith as a new house. We just want to know what needs to get done and we'll do it. The only problem? It's impossible. The Spirit gives life. Jesus said in John 3, The flesh is of no help at all. Sin still lives in our bones. Even if we wanted to, that to-do list would remain unfinished. But from the cross, his last gasp of air before his resurrection, Jesus declared it's finished. And it is. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, all is done for us. We just receive it by faith. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.